0: Hello, peaceful parents. Remember, this is the place where you do have full permission to be a mess as a parent. Most of us are. And at the same time, accept this warm-hearted invitation from us to leave your parenting behind. Parenting, not your parenting. No, no, don't get rid of your kids. Leave your parenting pain, I meant to say. (laughs) Today, I'm again, once again, with Michelle Willett. And she is, as you know, a thought transformation coach. We are going to have a wonderful conversation today about... Thoughts and emotions because they're such a big deal in our lives. Welcome, Michelle.
1: Welcome to me. It's such a good time to be here, Brenda. I love it. Thank you for having me again.
0: You're so welcome. I can't wait today to help parents with some understanding about these thoughts and emotions that seem like
1: they're the bloody boss. I'll tell you what, this is a hot topic for me, one of my favorites. Let's get down and dirty and help some people. <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we're talking about pre-programmed thought processes, right? We're talking yep. about the things that guide us. 95% of what we think all day long are pre-programmed thought processes. 80% of those are negative and we are doing and having those thoughts without thinking they are just happening. And what is happening with that is that it is then guiding us to act and or speak in response to a situation in front of us based on historical data that our brain has stored that said, wait, when this happened before in the past, this is what we've said. And we just let it fly. And it hurts people that we are with. It, it does not serve us. It's it challenges situations beyond where they need to go. It is, it is so detrimental in all that we do. Um, I'll give you a little example and it's a parenting one, which is great. So you're in the middle of Walmart or your big shopping store and your four-year-old is with you and asks you to buy them something and you give them the, the mom, I'm not right now, honey, maybe next time. Right. Immediately that four-year-old flies to the floor and a tantrum is in full (laughs) form. Yeah. We've all been in those moments. And of course, based on 95% of us, I'll put that 95 back out there, we're gonna go to a pre-programmed thought process of what we should do. One, we're feeling embarrassed, we're feeling ashamed, we're feeling like bad parents, we're feeling, feeling all of these things. And then we pick a thought process and an action based on those feelings, not based on what's happening with the child. That's the important part that needs to break. We need to stop in those moments and say, I'm not going to think or act in that way, based on the way I feel, I'm going to remove that. And I'm just going to, maybe I'll throw myself on the floor with my four-year-old and just throw a tantrum right next to, chances are it's going to stop, but we have to start doing that. We have to start recreating the way we act, speak, and think about things.
0: Yeah. So, you know, say the parent has the thought, as you mentioned, you know, they might start to feel ashamed. They might, um, well, immediately get upset. Mhm. Um wonder if people think they're a bad parent. Those
1: those where do those thoughts and emotions come from? Childhood. Usually it's childhood. Some of it is inherited, some of it is actually imposed upon us by the thought processes and the actions of our parents and so it becomes an inherited. But most of the time it's it's things that happen to us as a child. And we carry that around with us. And it creates these pre-programmed thought processes. And before we know it, as grown adults, we're reacting to something that we don't even remember happened. It has just become such a part of us, but that doesn't mean it's any less toxic or that it's not, that it's, it's actually not good for us. We need to stop doing that. Yeah. And in those situations, we've all, we've all been there where we want to, you know, we're shopping, which is already stressful, especially in a big department store or what have you. And we've got this small person next to us that's acting up. We want to grab them. We want to t- try to control the situation. So chances are in those situations, at some point in our childhood, we were out of control. We felt that we didn't have control in a situation. So we as adults immediately want to just take control because we deserve it, because we feel like we need it, because we didn't get it once upon a time. That doesn't help us, doesn't help our kids. You know, we we lose control to try to gain control.
0: Yes, that's exactly it. Yeah, and and as you said, that's just never worked. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I've always really loved about uh, understanding where thoughts come from is a, a simple question that I ask is, so if my child is doing some behavior, let's say, let's move to a different spot. Let's say your child is, what's another popular thing that, let's say your child is telling you a fib. Remember the days where we told them bedtime stories and they, they have now tell are telling us tall tales? Mm-hmm. That. So the child is telling a lie. And one of the questions I love to ask myself when I come across a situation like this is, what inside of me is attracting that? What inside of me is... Reacting to that, what? So it 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 boils down to this: What do I gain if somebody lies or acts out? Because that's what uncovers in me the unconscious part of me. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I'd answer that question: What am I gaining if somebody? If you see one, jump in, Michelle. What do I gain if somebody tells me a lie? Oh, I do. I uphold how honest
1: I am. That's what one of the reasons I want to point out their lie. Right. But trust is a big one for me. If someone lies to me, I, I want to, I feel my, my ability to trust is, is damaged or dented in some way. That's, that's a big one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so next for me, as I look back and see where did I learn this in
0: childhood, I almost always can find the exact moment mm-hmm. where I learned it and it, uh, I absorbed it and then I adopted it. And now I'm the puppet to it.
1: Yes. So yeah, that's exactly how they get there. Is that's Exactly it. it. Well, that's a great way to put it, a puppet to it, because that is basically what we are. Because we're not giving it any thought, because we're allowing these actions and words to happen automatically based on an old thought process, we are the puppets. Yeah. And that is a cycle that needs to stop. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Only because it does no good. It's never towards anyone's well-being. So no. we have to really it 's important this time, especially you know we, we were talking earlier about the 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 way the world is right now, and you mentioned everybody's on edge they 're on the edge, they are, and so we 've got to understand that we're the ones on the edge, and we 've got to fix that it's so true that 's really what we 're talking about today is like you get to be empowered by yourself, for yourself, and for everyone
1: around you really right and and you know what that's the most important power you can tap into. You know, I think that we, we go through our lives. Another part of the pre-programmed is we keep searching for those areas to find our power. It's within us at all times. And when the world or our surroundings get a little crazy, like it has been for us in the last couple of years, we forget that. We, the hopelessness and the fear take over and we forget that we have the power to be more than we are, to not be afraid, to have more hope, to be, to do all the things that we want to do. And we just have to remind each other of that. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, when I ask myself that question about what do I gain if someone lies to me? Um, and then I, I see that the gain, and that takes me back right to where did I learn that? W- what programming happened? And I can see for me, um, I want to be my my false honesty has attracted their need to tell me a lie, and how I saw where I landed that where I learned it was um, my false honesty was uh, who let the cows out who let that who left that pen open. <laughs> <laughs> Those darned old cows. <laughs> and how and, and how did how did your horse get out again? And uh, so it's uh, I can see that there's so many reasons that we lie. And if you just let your mind go back, it'll show you exactly where you learned mm-hmm. that. Um, well, being honest is dangerous because I'd have been in a lot of trouble if I if I was honest. <laughs> At least right. that's a thought. That's it's, not, it's
1: true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. For it me it was for me my moment uh, in with the you know telling of a lie thing would be uh, I'm such an emotionally driven person and as a child I was very very emotionally attached to all things <laughs> and I believe over time my family my friends would soften the blow if you were or or sugarcoat things for me in order to not upset me And then when that became a part of the parenting piece and my kids would would tell me a fib and I have to stop and think, well, why? I mean, I could see it when I was a young child, but what am I carrying with me now as a grown adult that they still feel or that this new generation now feels that they have to sugarcoat it for me so that I don't get upset. And that was a huge piece of my parenting awakening is is recognizing when I was maybe falsely showing my level of emotion or or in an inappropriate way or in a way that they didn't understand for them to feel like I don't want to upset mom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> so next thing is emotions are so strong. Mm-hmm. They're in some cases it seems like stronger than this part of us that might have the good sense to hang on a minute and use one of these strategies. Mm-hmm. they absolutely so, are yeah, so for me, I understand the stronger my emotion is, the stronger my belief is, the more I'm committed to this craziness, which is a hard thing to swallow, but it's provable mm-hmm. if we if we look deeply anytime, we have a um a Professor in Canada, and I I do like to watch him. His name's Jordan Peterson. He's a bit controversial, all right. But he's he's, the way he gets people to start paying attention to what's in their life is say, if you don't like something in your life, at night, sit on your bed and quietly ask yourself to be shown what's wrong here. He's that simple. He's a very, very talented professor, but he's got it down into really simple words. And it's all about what what is my part, Mm -hmm. like because uh, pretending I don't have a part won't help me. No. Finding out what is my part will set me completely free because yeah. that's not my nature. Those parts are all just learned. Exactly. So, so it's freedom is just there waiting, hoping
1: I'll latch on to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what our emotions are. They're our guidance system. That it is our natural guidance system. It tells us when to run because something is harmful. It tells us how to react. And we, we have as a species just stopped listening to our emotions or haven't learned how to understand them to that exact point, Brenda, where we, we can just so easily, if we pay attention, identify what that feeling is trying to tell us what needs to change in our immediate situation. Where do we, it's your gut. That's, that's what, when people say, follow your gut is your gut instinct. That's your emotions. That's what they're telling you to listen to. Yes. That's what You're I want to talk
0: reason. about next time, Michelle, on our next podcast. Let's you and I jump into that because a lot of people misunderstand that and think my negative motion is okay. Yeah. no, It's not okay. It's actually hurting. It's toxic to your body. It's toxic to relationships. And uh, I mean, it does. It fractures relationships and mm-hmm. and. We know this to be true. All we have to do is see how we feel inside when we've got a really strong negative emotion. That's so right. That's, thank you so much. And parents, please do check out all of Michelle's work. She has some great books. I've read them and highly recommend them. And Most of them are short read. You'll really enjoy them. So please look up in the show notes and and you can contact her on her website or you can just go ahead and get one of her books. And please do try her techniques because after all, well-being is our goal for you. So thank you and we'll see you next time. And thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you, Brenda. Thank you for listening and making your parenting life and your child's life more positive and peaceful. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and rate and review it on your favorite podcast player. If you'd like to take a Kid Code course, yep, you can do it in the time it takes to have a coffee break. If you'd like to become a Kid Code teacher, or if you want to reach me directly to talk about anything Kid Code, I'm here, thekidcode.ca instant evolution into positive, peaceful parenting, one upset at a time.